0: We have the last part of the Evil Dead series. We have a film that is centered all around family. Evil Dead Rise is the film we're talking about. I'm Eric Lewis and this is Horror Spoop. How's it going everybody, as always, I'm Eric Lewis and this is Horror Spoop. We wrap this thing up with a film in the Evil Dead series that was released earlier this year. It also made a huge amount of money in the box office. Evil Dead Rise came out on April 21st, 2023. With a budget of only $12 million, it makes this film a smaller budget. Than Army of Darkness. But to me, I believe they had better marketing because the takeaway of this box office was $146,333,056, which is not just good, that is freaking great, folks. For directing of this film, we have Lee Cronin. He directed two episodes of 50 States of Fright from 2020, The Hole in the Ground from 2019, and Minutes Past Midnight from 2016. The writing of this film of blood and brutality is the same person as the director. He wrote the movies that I previously just mentioned. Now that we got that stuff all out of the way, let's learn a little more about the overall story. This is a summary from Rotten Tomatoes, So, here we... A road-weary Beth pays an overdue visit to her older sister Ellie, who is raising three kids on her own in a cramped L.A. apartment. The sisters' reunion is cut short by the discovery of a mysterious book deep in the bowels of Ellie's building, giving rise to a flesh-possessing demon and thrusting Beth into a primal battle of survival as she is faced with the most nightmarish version of motherhood imaginable. That is a pretty good summary. Remember to send me your best summaries and I might use them. Now that we are finished with that, let's get right into our cast. We'll start this out with the cast of the start of the film. If you watch this film, you'll know what I mean. First, we have Richard Crouchley who plays Caleb. You can find him in a short film called Workshop from 2020. 13 episodes of Head High from 2020. Also, he is in a film called Princess of Chaos from 2022. Before I go on, remember a good amount of our cast are pretty young and they might not have a huge catalog but they definitely did not disappoint when it comes to their acting ability. So definitely go check it out just to check out their acting. Okay, next on this cast list is Morabi Peace, who plays Teresa. You can find her on things like a short film from 2018 called 13 Suspects. She's also on 14 episodes of Head High, which is one more episode than the cast member before. And also, she is in an episode of Power Rangers Dino Fury in 2022. I love Power Rangers. I grew up loving Power Rangers. So that's kind of cool that Power Rangers is still doing stuff today. Still kicking butt, you know, because it just reminds me of my childhood. The lady who floats on air is Jessica, who is played by Anna Marie Thomas, who can be found on a short film called Last Late Night Drive from 2016, a show called The Sounds from 2020, and also Vermillion from 2018. She is a chilling character, so make sure to enjoy the fun that's involved with her. Now, we are on to the friends and family in an apartment building that goes through some serious crap. We'll start with the older sisters. First off, we have Beth, who is played by Lily Sullivan. She impressed me, and you can also find her in releases like Mental from 2012, Picnic at Hanging Rock from 2018, which is a series that you can watch on Prime right now. So go do that after this episode. And also a series called Barkskin from 2020. And I actually believe that that's put on by National Geographic, but I'm not quite sure about that. Next is the oldest sister and the mother of some children. Her name in the film is Ellie, but her real name is Alyssa Sutherland. She is shocking, scary, and beautiful all at the same time. You can find her on stuff like Vikings, which she was in from 2013 to 2016. Also, she is in The Devil Wears Prada from 2006 and also The Mist. The series that I think was put on by Spike, I'm not quite sure who who came out with it, but I'm pretty sure it was Spike. But you but that came out in 2017, I'm sorry. Got all lost. She does a wonderful job in all of this, so go check her out in all the films. Yes, even the Devil Wears Prada, okay? Meryl Streep, Anna Hathaway. Anna Hathaway, Anne Hathaway. Sorry, be there or be square, my friends. If you can't get with the good gems of all types of movies, get out of here. Okay, this might be a horror podcast, but we're also down with all the movies that Meryl Streep's in. Am I right? Moving on, we are going on with the children. The children youngest, first we have Nell Fisher, who plays Cassie. You can find this wonderful young lady in two episodes of My Life is Murder in 2022, and the movie Northspur, also from 2022. After her, we have Gabrielle Eccles, who plays Bridget. You can also find her on stuff like Remnants. From 2021, a Hugh Jackman movie for all my Hugh Jack fans out there. Also, she can be heard on the South Jersey Horror Podcast from 2023. So make sure to go and listen to that because she doesn't have much of a catalog, but she definitely did a great job in this film. Next up, we have Morgan Davies, who plays Danny and is also a badass DJ in the film. You can find him on things like Showtime series called The End from 2020, Beautiful They, which is a short film from 2021, and also he played in a series The Girlfriend Experience in 2017. Now that we got through the children, let's get into some people that are in the apartment. We got two young brothers. One young brother is Scott, who is played by Ty Wano. You can find him on one episode of Not Even from 2023. His older brother in the film is Jake, who is played by Billy Reynolds McCarthy. You can find him on a show called Shortland Street. That has been a show that has 4,219 episodes but Billy was only on 13 of those episodes in 2020. But damn, that's a lot of episodes. I think 1992 is when that show started. So that is so freaking crazy to me. And lastly, we have Mark Mitchinson, who plays the old neighbor with the boomstick, Mr. Fonda. You can find him in releases like a short film called Blood and Gold from 2021. Also, he's in The Hobbit, Desolation of Smaug, from 2013. And if we have any fans of Underworld here, I'm sorry, if we have any fans of Underworld here, he is in Underworld, Rise of the Lichens, from 2009. So make sure to go and find out about those movies, because Underworld, come on. The Hobbit. Have you not seen those movies? Those are wonderful movies. Go check it out. Now that we're done with that, this is what I think about the film. Just like the film in 2013, it starts off with an awesome cold opening that you need to make sure you pay attention to because man, it is so cool and it is so stressful. The family aspect in the film was actually something that I did enjoy. The apartment setting is a cool idea for an Evil Dead film. Some awesome scenes are like the bathtub scene or the frying egg scene. Those are all scenes that are creepy as crap and it definitely gets worse from there, but you definitely have to see those scenes especially. The acting by everyone was well done, but personally, to me, the writing was a little lackluster. And I think out of everything in the film, the writing was what was just like lacking, just a little bit, not much, but definitely enough that I could notice and I wanted to tell you about it. The music for this film was awesome and very ominous with a lot of, uh, with a lot of choirs singing. Ooh, that stuff always freaks me out. Also, there's like a lot of breathing and a lot of grunting in the music and in the sounds in this movie. And I do enjoy that aspect for sure. I believe the Necronomicon looks awesome and it really opens in a really cool way for this film. The rest, I believe you will have to see for yourself. This rating is actually lower, but that's because I actually think that the movie could have been more well done when it comes to the writing. The experience at the theater when I saw this movie was not the best at that time, so we recently watched it again and in my opinion, it didn't really change. So, Horror Spoop is rating this 6.5 out of 10. Let me know if you agree with that or not on the Horror Spoop group that you can find on Facebook. I will be asking that question on the group. Now that you know what what I think, we'll jump right into the filming location. Just like the last film we did from 2013, this film was also filmed in Auckland, New Zealand. So all the listeners in New Zealand, you have to go and see that stuff. You have something to go see. All right. You know, out of everything else in New Zealand, go look at the woods and all that cool stuff to go see Evil Dead filming locations. Now let's just go ahead and jump right in to our trivia, shall we? The film was originally meant to be released exclusively through HBO Max via direct-to-streaming, but it performed so strongly during test screenings that the studio decided to release it theatrically instead. The amount of money that wouldn't have existed if it was not put in theaters would have been staggering because i'm sure they would not have made the same amount of money if it went direct to streaming i can guarantee you they would have not made nearly the money that they made because it had a theatrical release i guarantee you but you know i might be wrong but i don't think so that just sounds straight up stupid to release something like an evil dead film on straight to streaming but that's just my opinion whatever no hate to the movies that do. Director Lee Cronin stated in an interview that 6,500 liters or 1,720 gallons of fake blood were used for the movie, which is not close to how much the film in 2013 used, but it was definitely used in a very good way. I think the blood was perfect in this film. I think there was a good amount of blood in it. Good amount, and it was a like... A Elegant amount of blood. Not too much, not too little. The elevator scene. That's. That's a different story. But we'll move on from that, alright? The pizza place is called Henrietta's that they go get pizza from. That's a reference to Henrietta Noby, the demon in the basement, and Evil Dead 2. And also, Dwight's pet porcupine from The Office. So, I sincerely hope that I have a couple office fans listening right now that got that reference. Similar to the 2013 film, evil dead rise was shot in chronological order, which I said in the film before, I believe that's probably very difficult to do because I have so many ideas that I need to do it now or I won't do it. So I don't write anything down or remember anything. I just think about it. So that's probably just a problem that I have, but it's very impressive to see movies do things in chronological order. The film opens up with the sound of a fly. This is the same exact sound used throughout the different entries dating all the way back to the original in the franchise and has become a tradition to appear at least once in all the films. And I personally love the idea of the tradition of keeping a sound that is universal with the entire series. That's really cool. The fly sound. And I kind of feel like the fly sound might be something I need to add to the theme song for Horror Spoop. Not that fly sound, but I could probably find another one. And that's just going to be my homage to Evil Dead. So hopefully, look out for the theme song, Listen for the Fly. Inside the cabin in the prologue of the film is a ticking clock on the wall. It's the exact same clock as the one Cheryl is drawing in the first Evil Dead film. On the show Extra Vision, director Lee Cronin shared that the name of the building the movie takes place in is the Monday, which is an anagram of demon. I love small details because that is the small stuff that makes movies so memorable. In my opinion, anyway. When the film's title card appears, you can also see it reflecting in the lake below. That's just a small detail that they made sure to add in for your enjoyment, not theirs, yours. The novel, Wuthering Heights by Emily Bronte is featured in the film's opening minutes. This is the second horror film within the last year to reference a Bronte sister novel. And Jane Eyrie was briefly shown in Barbarian from 2022. That's a pretty cool detail and also a pretty good movie. So go check out Barbarian. I think you can also find that on HBO Max as well. I think so. Brings, this brings the Evil Dead back to New Line Cinema, who distributed the original film's theatrical release in 1983. Thank you, New Line Cinema, for bringing it back. It was an Evil Dead film, if I've ever seen one. You know, that's what this movie definitely is. It's definitely an evil dead film. So you can get different directors and you can get different writers and you can bring them together. But if Sam Raimi picked you, you best believe you're going to bring out an evil dead film through and through. So if anything you can take from my opinion about this movie, it is an evil dead film. That is about as serious as I can make it. It's an evil dead film. It really is. So, that is it for this trivia. Since it's such a new movie, we really don't have a lot of info on it. But that's okay. Let's get right into our taglines. Our first tagline is, Mommy loves you to death. And the second tagline is, Come to Mommy. What tagline do you think is best fitting for this film? The question will be asked for you on the Horror Spoop group, so make sure to join that group and look out. For that question. Here are two more questions for you to answer in the group. Do you agree with my rating, 5.6 out of 10? Do you believe it should be more? Do you believe it should be less? You know, that's up for you to decide, but let me know if you agree with that or not. That's something that I just really want to know. And the other question is, do you believe that they should keep making Evil Dead films? Or do you think that the formula for this series has been done for too long and they should finally put it to rest? Let me know what you think. Those questions will be at the Horror Spoop Group on Facebook, so make sure to go join it. Also, the end of the questions is the end of this episode. So make sure to check out the next series that Horror Spoop is coming out with. The next series is going to be a George Romero series. I'm going to be doing a three-part series on Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, and Day of the Dead. It's going to be a zombie-filled, fun time, so I sincerely hope that you will also be there to listen to it as well. I will see you next time. I'm Eric Lewis, and this is Horror Spoop. See you guys. for listening to this little here podcast make sure to follow this podcast rate this podcast and also tell your friends about this podcast this is horse poop